Welcome to my podcast that's all about how to overcome anxiety. Hello, I'm Wendy Dignan and I'm an anxiety specialist psychologist. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I spotted something on social media the other day about somebody in a anxiety group talking about the fact that they had health anxiety and that because it was health anxiety they couldn't be helped because it was one of the more tricky anxieties and I often see that people talking about their specific type of anxiety and saying oh well that's worse than any type of anxiety or, or really getting into the nitty-gritty of what their particular anxiety was and what that meant to them. So I thought it might be quite useful to go through the different types of anxiety, not so you can put labels on, but so you can get some more specific help with it. The thing about anxiety is whatever type of anxiety you run, you'll often run lots of different ones altogether simultaneously. Sometimes there's an overwhelming, overwhelmingly obvious one like panic attacks or OCD because it's obvious but there'll always be anxieties like a generalised anxiety that simmers along in the background. So it's, it's really normal to run different types of anxiety and for that type of anxiety to change over time. And sometimes when you do something that blocks a specific type of anxiety, you'll find that another one gets louder and gets more obvious because anxiety is like that. It's trying to protect you, it's trying to keep you safe from whatever the fear is, whatever your, your anxiety and fear triggers are, that's what it's trying to keep you safe from. So um, there are five types of different anxiety. Uh, there is, make sure I get all these, there's social anxiety, panic attack disorder, um, GAD, generalised anxiety disorder, um, OCD, and one I've missed, social anxiety. <laughs> so health, social, PAD, GAD, 
Uh, I've missed one again, haven't I? I can't remember. <laughs> Stop. People love a label, don't they? Everybody always wants to know what type of anxiety it is they've got and what makes me think that. So I thought it might be useful to talk through the different types of anxiety labels there are, um, because it is sometimes useful. It's useful if you want to read about something or get some self-help for it, or it's just useful, isn't it? So before I go through the different types of anxiety, what I should also say is it's really normal to run different types of anxiety simultaneously. So all at the same time. And it's also really normal to change. So you can start off with panic attacks that turns into GAD or GAD that turns into OCD, or you could run all of them. Um, literally, it's more normal to run lots of different types of anxieties than one specific. Although it can often feel like it's one specific type of anxiety because that type of anxiety is so overwhelming that that's all you can think about. That's, that's often the case in panic attacks because they're debilitating you and stopping you doing things. Um, or with OCD because you have to perform certain rituals or you turn certain thoughts compulsively in your mind that are, are horrible thoughts. Um, so sometimes it feels like it's one because it feels so overwhelming. But I promise you, it's pretty rare to just run one type of anxiety. Um, so the different types of anxiety, let's make sure I remember them all. Social anxiety, health anxiety, panic attack disorder, generalised anxiety disorder and OCD. Health, social, OCD, GAD and PAD, five. I think I've got them all there. Um, and I'll go through each one and tell you a little bit about them. As I say, not about giving yourself a label, but so you can maybe identify something that you do or identify different little bits out of all of them. And it, it's useful because there's so much information out there on the web um, that will help. Um, a little note on that, always make sure that any information that you get or download or read is by somebody properly qualified. Um, have a look at the CBT register. CBT is, remains, I suspect will always remain because they keep um, advancing it, the best thing for anxiety. Um, so always the CBT register, Cognitive Behavioural Therapy, CBT. Lots of people talk about being qualified. If they're not on the register, they are not qualified. That sounds like if they're not on the register, you're not coming in, <laughs> which is, is really what it is. You've got to be on that register or else you're not properly qualified. Uh, okay, so first one, PAD, we call PAD, which is um, PAD, Panic Attack Disorder, and that's panic attacks. Um, that horrible, horrible, over, overwhelming feeling that sort of comes up through your stomach and 
throttles you and you know all the things it's, it's very physiological so you really feel it in your body and there's a oh, hundred different symptoms of panic attack um, it feels that powerful and that bad that people often tell me that it feels like they're going to die like they're going to have a heart attack like they can't breathe you know or they can't get enough oxygen they either feel tight-chested or they feel that they can't get oxygen in the pins and needles the nausea um, the shaking the sweating the jelly legs you name it there's a hundred different symptoms for panic attacks but overwhelmingly it feels so so physical um, sometimes people have a little bit of an anxiety attack and when I'm saying a little bit that's not to diminish it but sometimes people feel that they're in panic attacks when they're just having a little upsurge in anxiety. A panic attack literally stops you in your tracks like you have to stop what you're doing and sit down, lie down. It, it's horrendous. All of you out there who've ever had a panic attack know exactly how it feels. It's really really horrific and unless you've experienced it, it, it's, it can be difficult to describe just how horrific it is. So that's panic attack disorder. And what often happens with PAD is that it becomes the fear of the fear. So you become afraid of having another panic attack and your world shrinks because if you've had a panic attack in the supermarket, say, you know, you will not want to go to supermarkets because the fear, the fear, that voice in your head says to you, I'm not going in supermarkets because it causes panic attacks. And the supermarket itself won't cause the panic attacks. It's always the thinking process and what you do about it. But of course, if you've had a panic attack in a supermarket and you go into another supermarket and suddenly the thought pops in your head, oh, hang on, I'm in Tesco's again. What am I doing in here? This is, this is what creates a panic attack for me the chances are you'll create another panic attack. And so it goes because sometimes it will move from supermarkets to shops to being outside and not very far into the future, you're at a point where you can't go outside. That's how panic and anxiety spreads. It, it sort of morphs and grows because you feed it you know people have to feed anxiety and i know all of you out there nobody ever ever wants to feed anxiety but that's what happens inadvertently by trying to make yourself feel better people often feed anxiety so that's pad gad gad is one that um people often suffer with because if you've got a social anxiety, a health anxiety, an OCD, whatever it is, any of the other types of, of um, fear or anxiety, GAD will run along in the background because it's generalised anxiety, GAD. And, and what that means is there are not really specific triggers for your anxiety. Although I'm here to tell you that there are. <laughs> because you will have triggers that are about a certain thing, but that can change. Um, you know, the worry domains about money, relationships, people not being good enough, whatever it is. So there'll be specific things that trigger your anxiety, but generalized anxiety is generally anxious. So you can feel just anxious and not even realize what the trigger is. 
that's GAD. And as I say, it's pretty normal to run GAD alongside other types of anxiety. Uh, so GAD, what else have we got? Health anxiety. Um, health anxiety used to be called um, hypochondria. Uh, people in the 50s like me will remember as kids, people saying, oh, you're a hypochondriac. And, you know, when you fell over and cried about grazing your knees, you know, that's, that's what people used to say. And it's, it's now called health anxiety. Um, and health anxiety, there can be different things that trigger. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Worries about health. Health anxiety is literally feeling anxious about being ill. And usually when you talk to people with health anxiety, that being ill is usually about dying because health anxiety often centers around something fatal like cancer. Cancer's a big thing within health anxiety. So cancer, heart attacks, brain damage, something that is life-changing, debilitating, if not terminal. Um, that's where health anxiety is at. And when people do have health anxiety, people in their world often avoid asking them questions because nobody wants to talk about death, dying, cancer, terminal illness, as if we all think that it might make it more likely to happen, which of course it won't, but that's not how we as the general public think about it. So health anxiety is often one that we don't ask about, we don't talk about because, blimey, you know, unfortunately all of us know somebody who's been really ill or terminally ill or, or died through terminal illness. Um, so it's one of those tricky subjects. It's like when somebody does die, nobody wants to talk about death or dying, and possibly you'd rather cross the street than say to somebody, gosh, I heard about X, Y, or Z, I'm really sorry. You'd rather avoid them than upset them. And health anxiety is a little bit like that. So people with health anxiety, what they'll do is lots of things. They do lots of reassurance seeking and checking. Reassurance seeking is can you just check that mole? Just just have a little look at it because um, I think it's grown. 
and usually with professionals. So if it's about skin, it will be dermatologists, it will, G it will be the GP, but it could be anybody who will have a look at the mole for you or whatever it is that you think is the start of skin cancer. And checking, Googling, good old Dr. Google, huge, huge feeder to health anxiety. Um, Daily Mail health pages. <laughs> I've heard that time and time again for people with health anxiety. Do not read the Daily Mail health pages because everything that you read, you'll decide that you've got and that will lead you to checking and that will lead you to reassurance seeking. Those are the things that tend to feed health anxiety. Fundamentally, it's feeling that something awful is going to get you and it could be you or it could be significant other, often kids. Um, maybe you know somebody that's a little bit overprotective with the kids, it could be health anxiety. Any little sniffle, they've got them at the GP just in case. You know, anything, anything at all, even if there is nothing, they've got them in there just in case. That can sometimes, and obviously that's health anxiety, but that feeds into perfectionism and, and about being the best parent you can be sometimes. Um, so the health anxiety is not always directed at you. It can be directed at people in your world that are important to you. Parents, siblings, friends, kids, whatever, anybody in your world. So that's health anxiety. Um, what have we done? What have we got? Health anxiety, panic attack, GAD, uh, social anxiety. It's, it's interesting, I always think about social anxiety. It's the one that you don't tend to read a lot about in the media. Um, you know, you don't see people talking about having social anxiety, um, and yet I know how prevalent it is. And I think what happens with social anxiety and why it's, it's not a very fashionable anxiety almost, is because people with social anxiety don't talk about it. They're worried about people judging them negatively. In a nutshell, that's what social anxiety is. Sometimes people will get panic attack disorder confused with social anxiety because when they're in a social situation or think they're going to have to go in a social situation, it triggers a panic attack. So they think they've got a problem with panic attacks when actually it may well be both um, panic attacks and social anxiety. So in a nutshell, as I say, social anxiety is about not being good enough, about the fear of being judged negatively, so you'll avoid anything that's about other people. Um, sometimes you can describe yourself as being a little bit shy. Um, shyness is very different to social anxiety. Social anxiety is actually feeling that fear within you. Shyness is maybe not feeling that comfortable in social situations which is absolutely fine. Not all of us are social butterflies, but social anxiety is different. It's an anxiety about people judging you. It can be one person, multiple people, crowded rooms. You know, it doesn't have to be a lot of people. It can be just people in general judging you negatively. Um, and so you'll avoid any situation where that is. Um, uh, one in lockdown, was about people on video calls. People with social anxiety find video calls practically impossible. And all of us who went through the pandemic realized that the only way you were continuing to work 
was via video, via, via Zoom, via Teams, via FaceTime. That's how we all worked, wasn't it, in, in lockdown. And for social anxiety, ugh, that's horrendous because it's, it's bad enough when you don't have social anxiety. But looking at that little square of you on that video call thinking, blimey, I'm looking old. I need to put more makeup on when I do these calls. Whatever it is, for social anxiety, that's off the scale. And so it will be the fear of forecasting how anxious you'll feel and the fear of actually being on the call, looking at the person, looking at you, and also looking at yourself and judging yourself negatively. It's horrible. Um, that's social anxiety. Uh, the last one, I think, hopefully I've got them all in here for you. The last one is OCD. OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder. It's become a little bit of like a fashionable term to say, oh blimey, have you got OCD? Somebody that likes things neat. So somebody that has, you, you know, you open the kitchen, uh, kitchen cupboards to, to get a mug out to make yourself a brew and you realise that all of their mugs are lined up. You know, any pictures or any writing on them is at the front and you just think, wow, this person has got tidy clean cupboards doesn't mean they've got OCD. It probably just means they've got more time to organise the cupboards than you have. Um, but when it becomes a problem, whereas you have to have all of those mugs lined up and facing the same way with the handles, otherwise you feel something awful is going to happen and you feel anxious and create that awfulness in your mind as if it's actually happening, that's OCD. And it's very different from being particular or a little bit neat and tidy. Again, the thing that distinguishes these things from just normalness is that feeling of anxiety and anxiety you always feel in your body. You always feel that fear, although people will feel that fear differently. Um, so, oh, and before I stop talking about OCD, it can be rituals, as in sometimes people have to tap a door handle three times before they go through it. Sometimes it's just in your mind. What do they call it? Do they call it puro? I, I don't know. They, they develop all these modern things on, on social media. Um, it, it's not actually a clinical label. OCD is OCD, but people do it in different formats. Um, so there's, there's something that you do in your mind that you may, might not do rituals. You might not have to step over pavement cracks or tap things a certain number of times or whatever it is that the form that your OCD takes if it's like a behavior or a, a ritualistic behavior it can be just thinking some people um, have to have lucky numbers so they can only do things a certain amount of times or they have to have so many thoughts in the mind or they get intrusive thoughts um, a lot of people don't associate intrusive what we call intrusive thoughts with OCD but it's very much a part of OCD and intrusive thoughts are these horrible horrible really distressing thoughts that jump into your mind that you feel out of control of and then something called thought action fusion comes in for you and you think that because you're thinking these awful thoughts that you almost can't control it means that they're more likely to happen um, a really common one is with men who have these intrusive thoughts as, as part of OCD about thinking that they're going to do something horrific, something sexually horrific or just violence. And they think that because they, they have these horrific thoughts that it's more likely to happen. And of course, the more you think about a thought and the, the more you try and push it out of your head, the more it comes in there. You know, the old whatever you do, don't think about pink elephants. 
All you can do is think about pink elephants. So OCD is not just in behaviour, it can be in thoughts as well and obsessive compulsive type of, type of thinking. Um, so those are all the different types of, of anxiety. And as I say, um, it's not about giving yourself a label because the problem with labels is we live up to them. It defines who we are and becomes a part of our identity. How to think about anxiety is it's not a part of who you are. You don't have to live with it. Don't give yourself that label to live up to. Get rid of it. Use it to understand more about what you do and how you do it so that you can overcome it, not put up with it and live with it. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you've liked what you've heard, give me a follow for more ways to move anxiety out of your world for good.